Hey, it's your host, Abigail Pumphrey, and I'm on a personal mission to help more small business owners become financially free. I like to nerd out on all things business, marketing, and most definitely the numbers. I'm talking all the lessons learned as I turned a layoff into a seven-figure online business. I like to share it all and no conversation is off the table. We talk actionable strategies, biz challenges, and all the things life throws your way. Grief, anxiety, loss, and resilience are all topics you'll find here. So grab a cup of coffee and settle in because you're listening to the Strategy Hour podcast brought to you by Boss Project. Have you ever absolutely panicked after you accidentally deleted a file on your computer? I know I have. It's not an issue if you've got Crash Plan Smart Recovery. Your files are just a few clicks away and can be restored in a snap. Crash Plan provides the best cloud backup solutions in the market. Visit CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. Now you can protect all your work with an unlimited backup and recovery solution. CrashPlan makes it simple to restore some or all of your data. And with unlimited version retention, CrashPlan can be your ultimate rewind button. Get unlimited computer backup for you or your business with CrashPlan Professional. CrashPlan backs up files that live on your computer and works with PC, Mac, and Linux. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. We today are going to talk about launching various types of businesses and a bit about what we are doing with the Creative Template Shop because between Emily and I, we run... (laughs) a little bit of a lot. We run an education company and sell courses. We also run a membership. We also have a product-based business and a coaching business. So between all of that, well, and technically mine's also a product business, but that's like a whole nother story. I know it's crazy. I have always wondered like, how do people do it behind the scenes? We're always trying to figure out what makes sense. What's the next way to launch? What's like working for people. And when we're starting, I I was talking to a student of ours. She's like, I'm in all the things. You guys have clearly told me how to launch a million times, but there's still something inside of her that's holding her back. And a lot of it is fear, y'all. But at the end of the day, I just posted a quote this morning and I it couldn't more perfectly describe what has to happen regardless of the kind of business you're running. Here's the quote. I don't know who said it, unfortunately, but it says, you're overthinking because you care and you want to get things right. And you might be scared to jump, but there's no amount of planning that will guarantee success. You just have to jump. And launching is jumping. And Emily and I have basically experienced with just about every model of business out there And so we know what works and what doesn't, at least for us, because the cool thing is there isn't really a wrong strategy for launching. It's just about what feels aligned to you, what you are excited about, and because your excitement and your confidence is what gets people on board for what you're doing. So we wanted to break down a couple of different strategies we're using inside of our various businesses to help us grow. Now, let's start with our membership, because you might have heard about what's going on over there right now. But let's talk about it just for a second. 
Yeah, so we launched the membership in January of this year, the second Tuesday of January of this year, 2020, and have since released, we do a shop drop every second Tuesday of the month. So we have four launches or a launch every single month. What month are we in now? Seven. So we're about to do our seventh launch Mm -hmm. for this membership. There have been various like bonuses that we've kind of thrown in. So I feel like we've probably done around 10 launches just within this membership since it started. So I think there's a lot of feedback and a lot of examples that we can provide for that. But it's for the Creative Template Shop, if you haven't heard. So it's a $47 membership where you can unlock unlimited downloads of marketing templates and collateral that you need for your business. You literally Uh download, customize it, use it in different programs like Canva, Leadpages, Dubsado, and like literally put it on your website, send it to your client, post it on Instagram, wherever you need those graphics templates or resources, we've got you covered. It was created because we missed marketing and helping you with those type of tools. Mm -hmm. And so it's been super fun for us to not only be a part of that project, but also see you guys flourish using those tools as well. We were talking about it a lot recently because I feel like it's the most different kind of launching than we've done for anything else that we've had with Boss Project so far. It's also the thing we've launched literally the most, even within the seven months that it's been in existence. We've launched it more technically than we have had programs that have existed for three plus years because it exists in just a slightly different bubble than like a signature program or a physical product would. Right. Now, here's the thing. There, If you're looking specifically just at memberships, there tends to be two approaches. And we're definitely going against the grain doing what Mm -hmm. we're doing. But there is either a open membership model or a closed membership model. A closed membership model is something you've seen more traditionally in the online space where a membership opens for like a set week or a set period of time and then it closes. And when you have a sense of urgency, you can get typically more people in the door more quickly. But there are ways to create urgency around a membership that's always open. And there are definitely things that you're subscribed to that are always open. Your email service provider, they don't close the doors. They just keep selling their thing. Hello, fresh ship, like anything, right. All of those are technically open. And since they serve a different purpose in your life, you're not expecting them. They don't need to create that kind of sense of urgency really for you to join. You just need them when you need them. Right. They might have various promotions and perks of like, if you joined at this time, you also get this thing, which is what we're experiencing and try to dabbling with to create a sense of urgency within a bubble. Yeah. So we're going to do a whole episode more on this strategy specifically, but right now we are in the middle of our trip to the moon, which is super exciting. We are on a mission, literally and figuratively, Mm -hmm. to grow our membership to 500 members strong. And instead of like this being some sort of internal promotion, we are externalizing the whole process. We are sharing our numbers with you along the way. We are sharing client testimonials. We are sharing what's working and what's not. And y'all, when we get to our goal, we are rewarding our members big time. And so that is also been so much fun and it's a whole month long project. And so we will continue to work on that and like flush things out over time. But the point of the story is 
if you decide to run anything with an open model, first of all, there is definitely going to be some uphill battles of like, how do you bring it up in a new way? And like, how do you not well, sound like a broken record? I think the thing that, that people think is, oh, I'll just have an open model so everyone can buy it every day and I'll talk about it once and then I never have to talk about it again. And the people <laughs> will just know that it's there and it's open. I'm doing them a service. And that's not at all how it works. And so I want your headspace to still be in if you're choosing an open model, like a physical product that's always in stock, right? If you're doing drop shipping or something like that, where yeah, you can have an endless amount of coffee mugs, for example, Sure. if you're using something like Printful or something like that, and it's not a handmade piece, or a digital product that you might like a Trello for business for us is always open. That's right. also an anomaly. So maybe that was a bad example because we also don't really launch it. But there's hardly ever a circumstance where you can create something that's endless and then you just let it sell forever without creating launch plans for it. Right. And so you still have to create intentional strategy, intentional like increasing the vibe around it and putting it out there for us that in terms of like logistics, it's been mostly on Instagram stories and in our Facebook group and in our email, but it's not a complicated launch model at all. Like it's very simple and we've been able to repeat it and try new things along the way. But I also want to talk about other ways we're launching because we get questions all the time of like, well, how does this apply to me? Cause I Mm -hmm. sell X, Y, Z and we've sold a lot of different things, a lot of different ways. And so even just in the last two weeks, whether you realize it or not, Emily and I have launched other things in our own businesses. Yeah. And well, and the majority of you guys, based on our new member survey, consider yourselves coaches or virtual assistants. And so what does it look like for those two types of people who are Mm -hmm. offering maybe a really, really intimate one-on-one service experience or maybe a group program versus someone who's offering like maybe a one and done service or a retainer service for a different type of business, depending on what you're doing. Right. And so I think marketing services versus coaching is different. And so if we're going to talk about coaching really quick, I have been running my group coaching program since last fall. And I've really only done two big public launches. Outside of that, it has been always open and you just kind of had to know how to ask me about it and then we would talk. But what I have done to create some hype around it is really showcase story. Story has been so vital, not only my own, but the story of my clients and my members. I think it's one thing to go out and say, I have this amazing thing. It's so amazing. You're, you're going to get X, Y, Z. And you can list all the like parts and pieces of why it's so amazing. But if you don't have a story to back up the proof, the results, it's a little less believable. And so for me, I've been sharing my story of losing 100 pounds with my husband over one year. I've been sharing the story of my members who have struggled with various autoimmune conditions and like their own health issues and things they have going on with their weight. And then I've been sharing their successes along the way. And I had been hesitant to share anyone's story but my own because mm. I 
one of the things I personally struggled with was these are like very intimate stories. It's one thing to go share about business and then say, you know, someone took this course and they got XYZ result in their business. They made more money. They got more clients, whatever. But I am sharing stories about women who like, these are like intimate details about their personal lives. And so how do I respect them as women and like not put them on the spot or make them feel uncomfortable, but also highlight just how hard they're working and like the amazing things they're doing. And so I basically went on a mission to find out everything that had changed for my clients. And this meant literally personally messaging all of them, Mm -hmm. like having conversations, having phone calls, doing one-on-one videos with them. And I was blown away. What I didn't even realize is how effective our community had been. Like our group of women have gone on to lose over 600 pounds since I started working with them. And I wanted to highlight more of their story. And so when I did that, I was able to get more people who were able to relate to someone other than me, right? Because your story is amazing, but sometimes people need to hear from someone that's a bit more like them. And when I put that out there, you know, in the past, I've struggled to connect to moms because I don't have Mm -hmm. kids. They're like, well, how does this fit in your lifestyle when you have to feed kids that are picky and all the things. And it's like, well, I can't really tell you that it's a certain way, but you can listen to so-and-so and and you can hear their experience and Mm -hmm. you can benefit from what they have to say. And so instead of focusing so heavily on, here's my program, join my program, my program's amazing, here are the details, all the things you can get, I literally just put out all the stories of how people were doing and how they were affected and how this changed, even just like little pieces of their life. And I've been able to sign people up at a rate that's like honestly super surprising. Like in the last week, I've signed up a new person every single day. Wow. And a lot of people... Like, how do you sign up a new client every day? Like, that sounds like a dream. I mean, it is a dream for me too. Like, I didn't think that was possible until I got out of my own way. And so Mm -hmm. I think story can be an interesting option. But I know, Emily, it's almost like instead of story, you're using process in Mm -hmm. like the same way. Mm-hmm. to like give people that connection. So talk to me a bit about how process or behind the scenes is a similar and effective tool. Yeah. Well, you know, we've been working with students for years mm-hmm. inside our own coaching program for educational stuff through this podcast, through our blog, whatever. And I have said multiple times before having a physical product-based business that, and I use coffee cups or candles as an example, because we've had a lot of students who've sold those things before within our programs. And I have said over and over and over again, no one is buying your thing for the coffee cup. No one is buying the thing for the candle. They're buying it for the connection that they have with you, for what you stand for, for what you believe Uh in, for what your company does for them. Uh And while I believe that, and I knew that to be true, I never truly felt 
that until I had a physical product business myself. Because from a digital standpoint or a strategy standpoint, I can very much be like, okay, you're, I know that you're buying this course for like the strategy and for what I put into it. And I get that and I can fully see that and understand it. Uh-huh. But as soon as I had like earrings, right? It's earrings. I'm not making you more money with earrings. I'm yeah. not making you healthier. I'm not changing your life in epic, huge ways. So why no. would you buy something? And why would you come back? And why would you yeah. spend more money? And why would you share it? Right. And so what I've really learned, again, just by doing and testing stuff is people are here and supporting my business because they like to support me and yeah. they like to see the process and they like the impact that this work has on my life and they like seeing that unfold. And also, what I ha- really like your earrings, just saying. Well, and, and I mean, it doesn't hurt that I also make really beautiful earrings, <laughs> but I think that people really underestimate the power of showcasing your learning curve, showcasing your process, showcasing behind the scenes when you have a physical product, because I think sometimes people are like, well, are they going to watch it? And then all of a sudden they're going to either know how to make or sell this thing. Girl, Mm -hmm. no one is interested in selling coffee cups. No one wants to do that except for people who want to sell coffee cups. And those people are few and far between who are following you. I'm doing this to let people into this little part of my life and this part of the process of what this thing does for me and how it serves me, like my soul, not just like my life, right? And that's what people keep coming back for. And so I have seen over and over again, every time I share a little bit more of me figuring something out or sharing the process of literally a pair of earrings getting made or me making a really shitty sticker on Cricut when I'm trying to figure out how to make my packaging better. All Mm -hmm. of that stuff, that's what people are here for. Mm -hmm. And the earrings are just a benefit. The earrings are what they actually get from that process. Yeah. No, and I think just to put it in perspective, you know, I know there's going to be when, when you have the physical product based business, the idea of someone stealing your thing, I feel like it's is so I mean, big. It's high with anything, but I think specifically with product based business, it's like a really high anxiety. And I'll tell you mm-hmm. what, when I saw Emily doing what she's doing, like I'm a creative person. What is she doing? I want to know more about mm-hmm. it. And you guys, it's so fun. Like making clay earrings, I could do it for hours. But here's the thing. I made three earrings (laughs) in like maybe six hours. Like it was a lot. And I didn't have the right tools. I didn't even really think you needed crazy tools. But like I started looking up, okay, what would it be like to have this thing or this thing? Mm -hmm. You guys, I could have spent $500 in like two seconds to buy tools that would make that job easier. Yeah. And then if you look at the quality of my (laughs) product versus the quality of Emily's product, you guys, mine look like a craft project and hers look like professionally. I mean, I don't know how, I don't know if there's professional clay earrings, but if there was a thing that you would do it, right? (laughs) And so... It's okay Mm -hmm. if people try to make your thing. Don't be worried about that because at the end of the day, they're still going to be impressed by your craft. Mm -hmm. And I have other clay makers who buy from me every restock like because I make a different style than them or like they still like supporting me or whatever. Like, And I buy from other clay makers or I buy something where I'm like, I know I either never want to make that or I don't think I can figure that out. Like it's not my style to make, but I want to own it. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing with everything. Like Mm -hmm. I could say 
the same thing about, okay, just literally last week, I am someone who is constantly teaching and simply home, like I'm talking about mindset. I'm talking about healthy routines. I'm talking about taking care of yourself. I'm talking about clean eating. I'm talking about all the things. I literally bought a course from Shantae about mm-hmm. creating routines. I know how to make a routine. You don't just like lose a hundred pounds without figuring <laughs> out how to do routines. Okay. Like it's a thing, but that doesn't mean I don't want help from other people. Like you can enrich yourself and invest in others and things that are related. And like, it's not weird. It's not like I'm going to go steal Shantae's thing and incorporate it in my whatever. Like, it's just, we can invest in other people and we can watch what they're doing and be enamored and support other makers. And like, just cause I sell courses doesn't mean I don't buy courses. So there's that. But I think launching we've all over time, like if you listen to the episode we did with Josh Coates, like he was talking about so good, like so many funnels and like how this could be connected to this thing. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it was intense. It was a lot. And I'm not saying you shouldn't do that. Like we do a ton of that behind the scenes to help our business grow. But when we started, when we were just figuring out launching, like we couldn't have predicted, oh, this launch is going to go so amazing. So I'm going to connect a funnel on the back of it, end of it to right. like, connect to this other thing to like upsell. And I'm like, no, like no. when we start anything, we go with the most viable product. And this is something we teach inside of our signature program. We teach you to find the thing that's most aligned with what you already know. And then you put it out there with strategies that you already know. Like you don't need, like if your magic sauce is talking to people, Mm -hmm then you need to talk to people. (laughs) If your magic sauce is doing the thing, then you need to show people how you do your thing. I find that the people that are most successful are not afraid of doing what's working over and Mm -hmm. over and over again. It's the people that are insecure or have some level of fear around what they're doing that are changing it all the time. Well, and I think where that usually comes from, because I've been working on this messaging a lot specifically for what we're doing this month. And I have found myself saying a lot, right? Where we run a fun, simple, easy business. And when we prioritize fun, simple, easy at the start of 2020, a lot of stuff changed. Our profits went up. Our team mesh came together better. Our team results came better. So many different things happened, right? Yeah. But part of that was letting go of it having to be a certain way, right? And Mm -hmm. so many people, you've heard this phrase so many times, we've said this phrase so many times, is when people tell you, cut what isn't working, right? And we've said that. And I'm saying in this messaging, cut what's not working, cut what's not working. And sometimes it's hard to really figure out what isn't working. And like, you got to kind of filter through that. And some stuff like is kind of working, but it's not really working. You cut it. How do you really know what those things need to be? And what I realized today is that the phrase, cut what isn't working, needs to be cut what isn't fun. Because what isn't fun is the same thing as what's not working. And I think if we realize that and let that actually sink in is 
maybe the reason why it's not working is because it's not fun, simple, or easy. It's not because the strategy is wrong. It's not because Mm -hmm. it doesn't work for someone else. But for you in your business in this season right now with your goals and your capacity, is it fun, simple, easy? If it's not those things, then it's not going to work. Want to learn exactly step-by-step how to get paid to generate leads in your business? I've kept these details to myself for far too long. I'm ready to spill everything and give you the exact steps that help me generate tens of thousands of qualified leads and millions in low-ticket digital product sales. I won't just show you what I did, but teach you how you can do it too. I'm talking not just how to create low-ticket digital products, but also showing you how to use them strategically to generate leads for your other existing or future offers. I'm sharing it all at bossproject.com slash jumpstart, including exactly how I made $8,033 and generated 277 leads my very first month selling digital products. Find out more at bossproject.com slash jumpstart. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. With over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. I love that Indeed makes it easy to hire because I'm busy enough already. When we've hired in the past, the process was full of unqualified applicants. With Indeed, we can target the right candidates for the right position. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Just go to Indeed.com slash strategy hour right now and support our show by seeing you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Money issues are a common stressor in any relationship. Monarch Money is the top-rated personal finance app that can get you and your partner on the same page without any extra cost. Monarch has built-in collaboration features, so together you can see your finances, budget, and get insights on your cash flow. It's the easiest way to manage any household finances. I've tried other finance apps in the past, and they didn't work the way I wanted them to. I don't want to stress over finances. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. Monarch has a tool that allows you to easily import your data from Mint and keep all of your tags and categories. Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to get set up, customize, and use. Monarch prioritizes my privacy, and they'll never sell my data to third parties. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash strategy. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash strategy for your extended 30-day free trial. Do you have to get out of your own way yes. sometimes? Like, do you have to stretch yourself? Yeah, always. Like, I think a huge part of us simplifying this year was 
me, well, I'm sure Emily too, but on my own journey, it was like doing the mindset work that like running something simpler doesn't make it less valuable. Right. That simple can be profitable. That like yep. I don't need a huge team to have a huge impact. Like I had been telling myself so many false stories about what it looked like to be successful and how you had to get there. And it's easy to when you have any sort of self-doubt and it can be like a little bit of self-doubt or a mm -hmm. lot of bit of self-doubt. It's easy when you have that doubt to look around and say, oh, I think this is how they're doing it and this is how they're doing it and this is how they're doing it and this is how they're doing it. And then when you have the doubt, you instead of just modeling what feels good, you like try to model everything at once mm -hmm. and change mm -hmm. all the things at once and make it super complicated and make it harder for yourself. And like, y'all, you're going to wear yourself out so fast Yeah. when instead you could just model like someone you really respect right? and see what's working for them. And I think people confuse, and I, I really wish we could get past this. I think people confuse easy with not the right thing to do or like, well, then I'm not working hard enough or sure. that I'm not trying hard enough. And I really want to let go of that story that we're telling ourselves because we told it to ourselves for so long. So it's not just you, but I also, I want to address the, the overcomplicatedness of like, I get right. There's the phrase of what everyone I feel like was using last year of like, do it scared. Right. Who said that? Brene Brown or I, someone big, maybe, right? Probably. Do it scared. Do it scared. And I get that. I fully support that. I fully support, like, sometimes you just got to jump in. You just got to do stuff. It doesn't have to be perfect. It shouldn't be perfect. Like, do it scared. Do it scared. Do it scared. But I think what that story began to tell me after I had done it scared and gotten yeah. started and did it, after I had taken that first leap, I kept doing it scared and I kept being fearful and I kept being in the mindset of this very next thing is going to be the thing that's going to work and it's going to make it successful. And there's a difference between doing it scared and having intense anxiety about every decision you make in your business. And yes. personally for me, I was living in anxiety and fear all of last year, probably for about a year and a half, to be honest with you. Because I had convinced myself that it had to be hard, it had to be complicated, and I still had to just do it scared. And there's a moment where like, yes, do it scared to jump off the cliff to initially start. But then there should be a level of confidence of you knowing what you're doing a little bit to be like, okay, now I'm going to reevaluate and truly like trust my intuition mm -hmm. that I can get to the next step and I don't have to be scared anymore. Yeah. Well, and it's all about... I know we say figure out what works and do more of that. But like, it's not just like the one thing. It's not like, oh, okay, I've sent an email and XYZ happened. It's like, okay, you sent an email, but like, how did you feel when you wrote the email? Right, what headspace right. were you in? Like, were you in the mindset that like you got up and got yourself ready and you felt good and like you were in a good space and you had your cup of coffee and like you felt empowered when you were in the middle of writing that email? Because if you just write another email and you feel like shit that day, I guarantee you the words are not going to translate. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so it's so much more than just repeating what's working. It's repeating every aspect of it. It's not just the language you're using. It's not just the focus. Like, okay, I'm focusing on my membership. I just, just keep focusing on my membership. Then the whole thing's going to work. What's the mm -hmm. language you're using? What is your physiology? 
we could get really into some woo stuff mm-hmm. and you might lose me at some point. But like, if we just talk about the science of it and the psychology of it, the reason mindset matters so much is like, you affect other people, whether you realize mm-hmm. it or not. We have influence over people every single day. You think even Emily, virtually don't like yes. don't mess around. <laughs> I know. Do you think Emily is able to just get Penelope dressed and to <laughs> daycare with without some level of influence? Or do you think she looks at her daughter a certain way with a side eye and says, girlfriend, put on your shoes. We are going. Okay. You have influence every day over people in a positive or negative way. It's like when your spouse walks in the door from having a bad day at work and you immediately are grumpy and don't want to make dinner, you know, (laughs) like that happens in business too. Mm -hmm. And people want to be around people that are like vivacious and confident. And like, I'm not saying you have to have every day be a good day, but if you're repeating what's working, it should be as close as possible. If you're repeating what's working and what feels good. Yes. Those need to be the same thing. Don't just do shit that's working, but you hate it. Right. Like I've been, so I started my email list, like, I don't know, a month or two ago. And it's been amazing. Like I do think it's helped, but I've been beating myself up of like, I'm not putting out enough blog content. I'm not putting out enough emails. I'm not, I'm like, no, let it go. You know what? Even if, even if someone goes to my website because they found me on Pinterest, they go to my website and they sign up for my email list. Even if they only get the welcome email, the welcome email is very explicit that if you want to hear from me on a regular basis, follow me on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And so like, who cares if they're not getting an email for two weeks, if they're hanging out with me every day on Instagram. Right. Well, and like, so I sometimes have these panicky moments too with Boss Project and with earrings, like, I'm not doing enough and I didn't do enough here and I didn't make enough and I didn't post enough. And my husband always comes back with, and for what? Like, for what? Like, you think you're going to write two more blog posts this month and then you're going to make $10,000 more? Like, for what? For what? Right. And so it's just like, check yourself a little bit because the things that are falling off your to-do list are typically falling off for a reason and they don't have the impact that you think that they're going to. Oh, for sure just talking about doubt for a second, you know, a couple months ago, I was just like, I don't know what to do with the second business. I don't know where I'm going. I just, I feel like I've grown up a like, what's happening? What's next for me? And then I was like, maybe I need to like blog more about all the food and the recipes I'm making. And now it feels fun. Now it feels aligned. But if I grow it enough, if I grow it enough, then I could put ads on my site and I could make money from advertising on my site. You guys, like, I was like a stress ball. Mm -hmm. I was like oozing anxiety all over the place. Do I want to develop more recipes? Do I want to eventually have a cookbook? Do I want to grow my community? Yes, 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 and yes. (laughs) But do I think it makes sense to do that in a place of anxiety and overwhelm? And like, I'm not going to have any fun if that's how it's going to be. But if I put out four recipes one week and then don't do it again for two months, who cares? Who cares? Who cares? No one cares. Yeah. I think 
often, and I know this is overused too, but like enjoying the journey. Like I, this isn't just you start it and that's the fun yeah. part. And then like you reach the success the destination, you want no. and that's the fun part. There are literal no. years in between those two things yes. from happening and you can either have yes. fun and enjoy well, those And the needle is always moving too. Right. Right. So you never really get there because you no. always change your mind about what the destination is. So yes, you have to enjoy the journey. Yep. And if you don't, like you're going to be miserable. And yeah. you know what? I have been... Emily can attest. There has been moments in time, in five years, a lot has happened in our life, in our business, in like our family's lives. There's definitely things that have gone unsaid for sure, but you're going to go through life whether you like it or not. You're going (laughs) to keep getting older and you're still breathing and you're still doing all the things. And you could either beat yourself up for what you did or didn't do, or you could let go of some things. Honestly, it's not that I don't care. There's a difference between like not caring and caring less. Does that yep. make sense? Yep. Yep. Because I I care way less. Well, and you can care, but not have stuff have the same weight, yes. I feel like. Yes. I care about a lot of things. I just also don't put as much pressure on things. Yes. Well, and you know what happens when you don't put as much pressure on things? You win. You have, more, life. you have more fun. You sell more things. You just, I mean, like the trajectory all three of these businesses are on right now is honestly mind boggling to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like when you asked us a year ago, like, what are you guys doing? Like, Jared. Your husband just like quit his job on what seems like a whim. Emily is like starting this business from some craft project. Like, what the <laughs> fuck are you two doing? Literal you craft know, project. And you know what? People have said things. Okay. Words have been spoken both to our faces and I'm guarantee offline. I do not even want to know the words that have been spoken. Who's but talking least about me? Let me at him. You know what? There's even people I love, like love, 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 that have said things to me. And I'm like, excuse me, sir. No. You watch. (laughs) (laughs) And you know what? If you love it, who cares what -hmm. other people think about you? And you know what? I guarantee you now some of those people are going to be like, oh, okay, I just did a hair flip. Y'all couldn't see. Maybe they weren't as crazy as I thought. Like, Also, I am fucking crazy. Get over it. (laughs) (laughs) Like, that's going to (laughs) change. You're just either on for the ride or you're not. That's fine. You're on for the ride or you're not. fine. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I had a call with someone yesterday who's been a long time student of ours. And she said something to me that I feel like a lot of you need to hear. She's like, okay, I'll be honest. I listen to every episode of your podcast. And I have since it started. And I feel like I, I feel like I know you on like a really deep level, but you really don't know me at all. And I recognize <laughs> that, but y'all scare me. <laughs> So I'm telling you what I want and where I want to go because I feel like if I tell you, then I have to do it. Yep. I will physically force you (laughs) with my mind. If you need a 
accountability intimidation. <laughs> this, is, this is it. I am telling you right now to you. Mm-hmm. I'm speaking to you, girlfriend. You do not give yourself enough credit. You have worked your ass off to do the things you have done in your life and in your business. And no one has to understand why you keep doing the things you're doing other than you. You are amazing. You are capable of so many things. You can launch and relaunch and grow your business and feel good about the steps along the way. And you can completely change your mind and start over. And all of that is fine. Mm -hmm. And if you want someone that's going to push you, we're here. We might be a little sassy. We might tell you shit to your face. So you're like, oh, okay. (laughs) But we want you to succeed. At the end of the day, we started this business because we wanted more women making more money so they could live the life they want so they could be financially secure so that they could take care of their families so they could you know get that new countertop if they want or go on vacation although who knows when anyone's going on vacation anytime soon or order a new couch like i did yeah order a new more stay at home sitting (laughs) i (laughs) so emily still makes me buy her earrings by the way which I think I mean, is everyone total, buy my earrings. I know, but I think it's total bullshit. Okay. <laughs> like I, I give her 50 cents of every dollar I've made for five years and I can't get a fucking pair of earrings for free. I give you 50 and, cents of every dollar I make. So we're even fine. Okay. So <laughs> I'm sitting on the stairs with my wallet and I close the door, which by the way, my stairs are like, there's like a literal door at the top of the stairs because they're to my basement. Anyway, doesn't matter. I'm sitting there like clearly hiding <laughs> with my wallet, buying Emily's earrings. And Jared's like, where are you? What are you doing? <laughs> buying Emily's earrings. Why? Why doesn't she just give them to you? I'm like, it doesn't matter. But you know what? You know what? I like, I have money. I'm going to make more of it. What's 40 bucks? Like, and I just got all sassy with him. Mm-hmm. You know what? And I don't really support friends, Jared. I know you listen yeah. to this. Yeah, it's true. He used to not listen. And then I called him out on an episode. He has listened to every episode. <laughs> <laughs> friends but, should be your biggest supporters. Yes. And so slash, I really fucking wanted those earrings. <laughs> but the point of my story was in the past, I had told myself, a story over and over and over again that I didn't deserve to reward myself, that I just had to have whatever was the cheapest option or whatever. Like I didn't need extra things. I didn't need to buy a pair of earrings on a random day of the week for no reason with no, like I don't even have anywhere to wear them to you guys. Like I'm literally walking around. I still have ears. It's true. But I'm like walking around my house without shoes. Like I want to buy shoes, but I literally haven't put on <laughs> shoes in four months. I did just buy a new pair of shoes the other day. I love them. Felt, I wore them today. feels so frivolous. But I don't know the total point of that story other than to <laughs> say like you deserve to live the life you want and that can look however it wants to you. It was big of me to not ask permission to buy yeah. something for $40. Which is stupid that like I I have made millions of dollars in the last five years and I still ask for permission that I don't need anyone's permission to do these things. Just like you don't need my permission to change something about your business or to launch a certain way. Just try it. Who cares? 
Looking to elevate your brand without the headache? Join the co-op, our creative template shop membership. With thousands of easy to customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics. We make nurturing leads and driving sales effortless. We're talking serious impact and seriously simple creation. Become a member now at creativeshopcoop.com and transform your business today. That's creativeshopcoop.com. Hey, a few quick favors before you leave. I'd love if you'd share today's episode, send it to a friend who needs to hear it and post on social. You can show us where you're listening from, your favorite takeaway, or why someone else should listen. Be sure to tag me at Abigail Says and at Boss Project so we can share it. Okay, second favor. To get podcast updates and all the behind-the-scenes news from Boss Project, I'd love if you'd join my VIP list. Just head to bossproject.com slash sign up to make sure I have all your contact details. Really love this show? It would mean so much to me if you'd leave a rating and review. It not only helps more listeners find the show but allows us to bring on quality sponsors so we can keep bringing you this valuable content for free. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time.